0: everybody, And welcome to another episode of Gateways to Cinema, the spin-off of the podcast the reboot already underway. The Star Trek Lower Decks. It's the main podcast, Star Trek. Spin-off I had forgotten for quite a while, but uh, if I'm gonna have to come up a with a new, new one, one, one every week. We got a new show? It yeah, it was like a month ago or something. Oh, I haven't okay. seen it yet. I'm pretty much, I'm saving, I'm going to get a CBS All Access subscription at like the end of the year, mm-hmm. or whenever Star Trek Discovery Season 3 ends, right. watch Discovery, watch Lower Decks, watch The Twilight Zone, and anything else I can find on there. And then just be done with it. And be, and then cancel. That's how I approach streaming Diff. services now. Dip on CBS for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's CBS, what am I going to do? Watch NCIS and Watch uh, Two Broke
1: Girls? Was that a CBS show? Yeah. That's two episodes ago. Maybe. You got to be listening. It's the cinematic universe of Gateway to Cinema, <laughs> so you got to be listening to all of them to get the whole picture.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've uh, reached the. Uh, this is exclusively in jokes mm-hmm. uh, portion of our podcast. <laughs> We're two just reference the, min- the Mentalist, and uh, <laughs> yeah, this podcast will soon just become a podcast about the Mentalist. That will be the oh, evolution no. of oh, our entire I podcast. I literally could never. <laughs> That's what you say now, yeah. but, uh, you know. <laughs> Let's just get into the movie. <laughs> I was going to tie it into the movie, and you didn't, you let, just me, you were didn't taking let me too say long. Long. <laughs> Um I am your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey.
1: Howdy doody. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to say, and Howdy Doody just came out of me. Why
0: would you take start taking a drink right when I'm about to? Injure? You you know how this podcast works. We follow the same format every week, yeah. More or I was less. thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dang, I open something real fast so I can take this sip yeah. of water, and Howdy Doody duty. Duty, uh, is what came out. Yeah, it worked. It was good, my best one yet. What are we talking about this episode? <laughs> uh, well, howdy, doody, uh, listeners. Uh, this week, uh, we're looking at another film from uh, my list of 100 movies I made for Jacob to watch. Uh, films that are interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. Uh, and this week, um, we got a couple. We got some time travel uh, films coming to theaters um, or not coming to theaters. I guess coming um, to places. Coming to places. Uh, Bill and Ted face the music. And Tenant are both uh, coming out, or have come out. Um, So we're going to look at another uh, time travel movie this week. We're looking at Predestination.
1: Yes. We did watch that. We did. (laughs) Just now. So, what do I... I mean, normally every week I'm just saying, Hey, uh, what do I know about this movie going in? Nothing. Nothing about this one going in. You mentioned that at the end of uh,
0: the Sucker Punch podcast we did. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you, Not this
1: to... movie's movie no sucker punch. I'll tell
0: you that Not much. to get us on a sucker punch tangent, because I know you wanna, you know, you have new frustrations you wanna yeah. voice. Yeah. Um, but you had mentioned uh, that you didn't know anything about this film, and I said, you know, that's pretty much the only way to watch this movie, right? Um, because I feel like if you knew what was going on in this movie, it wouldn't have like much appeal. Although this is my second watch of it so I, I don't know we'll see okay. how my uh, yeah. views
1: change so um, what, what do I say now did I like it or not <laughs> I mean yeah it was, it was a movie <laughs> I mean, it's one of those that like I feel like some of the twists that this movie takes I saw coming from like a mile away mm-hmm. and I feel like that's definitely an issue with this film that it, it telegraphs a lot of its moves way early, and you're just like, why would you do that? And then other ones I was pleasantly surprised by. I'm like, oh, okay, that's neat, interesting. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have expected that. So it's a tale of two, two movies right now for me. You know, yeah. It's like the one that I didn't expect, I was like, this is really cool, this is really interesting. And the ones that I did expect, I was just like, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's what was gonna happen. I I don't know what that, else to that say. It was predestined to yeah. happen. Oh, you might oh say. interesting, <laughs> interesting.
0: That's um, fair. I I think honestly that would uh, that was kind of my reaction when I first watched the film. Um, mm-hmm. Where there is moments on first watch um, where you very much will pick up uh, on what they're uh, heading towards. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of um, not quite subtle uh, dialogue and symbolism, and even just the way it's shot, the way they specifically frame things. Yeah. Um, it's quite easy to see some twist coming. Uh, but I think overall, um, the overall effect, it's still kind of, uh, yeah, that pleasantly surprising movie. Mm-hmm. Um, when you uh, watch the, it, it, with the whole movie
1: experience, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, And the thing is, even though that was happening, it's like I still thought it was a good movie. Well made, well acted, um, really well paced, I thought. There was a lot of like really great scenes that. I don't, I don't know. The dialogue was written really well, too. I just, all around, a great movie. But just at the same time, some of its twists and turns, I was just like. <laughs> Okay, like, let's just get there. I mean, like, if you're going to telegraph it, let's just get there, and yeah, then let's move on.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's especially why I was like, you don't want to know anything going into this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's going to make that even more obvious um, than it already is, you know? Right. Like, you don't, you don't need to have any more indication of where they're headed than they already give you, really. Right. Um, where you're not really going to... Uh, enjoy the movie at all, you're going to start. Uh, it's going to be one of those experiences where you're like, I'm smarter than this movie, so this movie is bad, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, the thing is, uh, this like like we've been talking about, this is a movie that works best without knowing anything about it, mm-hmm. so I think both of us are kind of trying to avoid, avoid saying spoilers, like anything yeah. specific at all at this point. But this was one of the films where I was... I was definitely very enthusiastic about putting it on the list when I made this list. Mm-hmm. Um, in the years since, I've been curious about um, both how you would respond to it, mm-hmm. um, and how I would respond to it. Um, years down the line now. Um, so I'm.
1: I, I guess you liked it then. You yeah. Saying? No, I liked it quite a bit. I mean, you put a time travel movie in front of me, and I'm just like, <laughs> that's that's good. I liked that. It doesn't even have to be good. Generally, a Project Almanac. <laughs> I mean, oh god! I watched that and I'm like I forgot is...
0: about Project remember when they uh, have a t- access to a time machine and they go to see Imagine Dragons yes. like could your movie be <laughs> any more dated already
1: <laughs> I uh that's a movie that's not good at all in the slightest <laughs> But I'm like, this is kind of fun. You know, it's kind of dumb, fun, it's, and it's time
0: travel. And- it's dumb. It's also found footage, which yeah, you like. I, but it's also yeah. so bad at the found footage where yeah. they're like, they're like cut between multiple camera angles in like yeah. the same time frame, and you're like, that's not how time or found footage works. Uh, no.
1: Anyway, we're that talking is about how time travel works. <laughs> Maybe they traveled
0: back uh, in time and, and filmed it shot. from a different yeah. angle.
1: You know what? I think we're the dummies. Think
0: <laughs> Project the, yeah, Almanac, not a movie we're smarter than. No. <laughs> um, we're not talking about Project Almanac, although I wouldn't no. have been surprised if it made your list if I hadn't already seen it. It would have. Um, it definitely would have. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Predestination. Um, I liked it um, on Second Watch 2. I even liked it as a Second uh, Watch experience, you know, like revisiting it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. I don't know... You know, if I would recommend rewatching it, really. Right. But, um, More, since we're maybe doing this an experience list. experience of showing it to somebody yeah. who hasn't seen it, that uh, can see it as that type of movie. Right. Um, but, I I would recommend it. You would recommend it. Um, if you haven't seen the film. Well,
1: wait. we got to get into our rating. Oh. Yeah, sure.
0: I'm letting you go first, uh, yeah. because otherwise. I was going to go four. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was
0: yeah, I was thinking four as well. It's either like a high Now you're copying me. <laughs> Aha, see I won. Oh my. It's it was either like gonna be a high three and a half or a four. And since you're giving it four, I am see? giving it four. All right, I am, now copying. You are copying. I
1: am <laughs> I'm admitting <laughs> I know. I think, but uh, you know,
0: maybe with time travel, maybe I actually gave it a four first, oh. and then you
1: went back in time well, and acted see, like you gave it a four. That's first. not true because you haven't given uh, stars to anything until I gave stars to things. So another instance of copying. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not thinking about it from a from a fourth dimensional perspective, oh, man. The big you know, Rick and Morty the, the big
0: Rick and Morty brain. Yeah, <laughs> that's course. what you need for predestination.
1: <laughs> no. But yeah, no, it's a good movie. At four, I'd recommend it for a first viewing. Don't know anything and just yeah, enjoy a time travel
0: movie. Yeah, I mean, if you're very much a fan of uh, like those, like the low budget, like indie sci-fi thrillers that mm-hmm. you know seem to pop up on streaming services every now and then, you're like, this sounds interesting. You know, yeah. I was a big fan of those movies um, back when I made this list. Obviously, I mean, we saw Coherence. Uh, Pop up uh, right yeah. next to this in the uh, recommendations. Yeah. Um, so obviously, uh, I had a little bit of a theme going on my list. Coherence. Um, yeah. I like coherence a little bit better. I'm I would agree. No, I, I definitely think coherence is the better. Coherence movie. has
1: that mumblecore spirit <laughs> to it that I, I can't let go. Right, know? right. But I do think this movie, for being a lower budget, I think it works within it, its budget so well mm-hmm. and none of it feels cheesy or hokey or anything like that. It just actually plays into it and I mean it it does what it can with its budget and I think it does it really well. So
0: Yeah, I would agree. Do you know who these directors are? No. Oh, okay. These are the people that made Jigsaw <laughs> and the Winchester movie a few years back. <laughs> So this is why I had a little bit of hope uh, going into Jigsaw. I'm like, maybe they could do something interesting. They couldn't. And I do think Jigsaw (laughs) is a well-directed movie. Um, Definitely the best directed of the Saw movies. But yeah, the fact that... (laughs) I'm gonna
1: die. I'm gonna die. (laughs) Don't fall
0: on a podcast. They can't see it. It won't be funny if they can't see the fall. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) Uh but anyway, uh if you haven't seen the film recommended by both of us um if you have seen the film or just don't care um we're going to talk about it now a little in depth with
1: spoilers I don't think the spoilers will make much sense if you don't know what's <laughs> happening in this movie, so I think just watch it anyway we well if they had the if they had the big brain like right. us like yeah, <laughs> I have literally nowhere. I want to start with this. Mm. I don't know if you have anything you want to well, bring Well,
0: how can you start somewhere, you know, mm. because right. maybe you're starting where you are I Start are with something ending. I didn't like, I guess. Yeah, sure.
1: And mm-hmm. it, it, it's the end of the movie. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Like, I liked the reveal uh, of uh, Ethan Hawk uh, and Sarah Snook being same character. Yes. That was good. Mm-hmm. I don't like that they then piece everything in the timeline in order. I'm like, can't we just put that together? Like, it's really oh, weird. Like the, just like the quick flashes yeah, of the they faces spell it at all the end. out, and I'm like, eh. Yeah, I mean, it's very much a moment I could
0: take or leave, um, because it is like the actual ending of the movie. So, right. it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, maybe the movie is underestimating the intelligence of its audience, and being able to follow, um, all the threads and piece things together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, at the same time, I mean, it's fine as like a summary of like this is the experience yeah. you just went through, sure, and that's the end of the movie, you know, yeah, sure, that's fair, so yeah, I could but I, yeah, I could agree um that it's not necessary, um no. and it does kind of stand out a bit
1: that's that's the it's such a strange movie too, because it is so low budget, and a lot of it is just conversations, yeah, and I think it's really hard to like. It's like if we were here doing a, a Gateway to Cinema on my dinner with Andre. You know, it's like, well, I love when he said this. And, oh, yeah, when he said that, that was really good. Yeah, I do like my dinner with
0: Andre, but it's not going to be on my second list. <laughs> because now a... that I know that I'm making this list with a podcast in mind, yeah. I'm not going to show you a film like that.
1: Um right. Where it's, yeah, it's just conversation. <laughs> so, and I think this movie has a bit more going for it, but I think... It, most of it is, and the parts that really work for it are those conversations, and mm-hmm. I don't know how long the beginning part of this movie is where they're just having that conversation in the before, bar. Right before you, before you even hit like the hard sci-fi time travel aspect, right. there's quite a, a big stretch of this movie uh, before any of that happens. and It is so good. That's the best part of the movie, because it's just so well written. It has you along for the ride. You're like, what's going to happen next? Okay, how does this fit in? Who is this person? What's the the meaning of all of this? And mm. I think that's where it really works. And I I'm not gonna say it doesn't work later, but it doesn't like it didn't gel quite as much for me because I think it loses a bit of that conversational nature right. that I think the beginning of the movie did really well. A little I'm not gonna say mumble-cory, but you know <laughs> it, like it, it is just based on those like a very natural conversation between yeah. two people, and I think that's what. Really sells the beginning of this film and made me so interested to keep watching it.
0: Yeah, it's very much a movie of two halves, which is that, you know, setting up the dominoes and then uh, watching them fall and, mm-hmm. um, I do agree that I like the first half better. I think, like, conversation-heavy movies actually really work for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though, like, you know, it's a visual medium. People
1: are like, you know, you gotta keep things... uh, Well, and it's not just a conversation. There's visuals to supplement it. Right. But at the same time, you're hearing a story being told. I
0: was was amused uh, this time watching it, just kind of, like, noticing how they, like, um, it's very much a, like a movie approach where they shake up the um, environment when it's uh, the bartender and John speaking, uh, like having that conversation in the moment mm-hmm. outside of the flashbacks where they're like, they're at the bar, they're at a table, they're playing pool. Yeah. And it, it, Ethan Hawke is, uh, you know, moving these glasses into the dishwasher. It's like a very much like CSI thing where it he's is, like, I'm yeah. doing my I'm job while we're having busy. this conversation. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Ethan Hawke's really good in this. Yeah, like, I mean, Ethan Hawke could act in anything. I'd be like, he's really good in that. But, I mean, <laughs> right. he, he is very good in this. He is, yeah. I, th- I think both of our
0: main actors are mm-hmm. really great in this movie. I didn't yeah. know who Sarah Snook was uh, before mm-hmm. this movie. And, I, in fact, I think uh, she was fairly unknown um, before this. Right. Um, I think that was kind of like an intentional, like, we want to cast someone kind of unrecognizable... Um, yeah. So that way, um, it, it it has like that, if you can't quite pin down their face, it's going to help the movie play out
1: how it should. Right. And since she's been in Winchester. She was in Winchester. So there you go. Which, um, not a good movie, and uh, her role is insignificant in that. <laughs> gotcha. Steve Jobs an American Pickle and The Glass Castle, apparently. So, there you go. I
0: totally forgot about The Glass Castle being the movie. Yeah, know.
1: that just kind of came and went. Um, yeah, so uh, you got the conversation part. Interesting. Uh, then it, like when it moves into that more sci-fi um, type situation, I think the first reveal really worked for me that, you know, basically the person that impregnated them, was them, <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm like, oh, that really works. I like. There's a moment right before that. I'm like, wait, and then it does happen. I'm like, okay, that was set up and played out really well. Yeah, and then <sighs> that's definitely one of those things you you pick up automatically on
0: the first watch uh, where they first show. Jane meeting the person outside the college, mm-hmm. um, where it's like you, you know they naturally don't the show the face, um, don't show any details. Mm-hmm. Um, they're narrating uh, the events of the story without like you know like without us watching them. It's mm-hmm. just like this is what happened, and we're like okay, obviously yeah. this is leading up to something,
1: but right. yeah, it takes a while to uh, the piece one that, that one together. didn't was not ever. I was just like, of course this is what happened. When the baby gets stolen, I'm like, obviously that was Ethan Hawke. Like, I don't even know what you want me to say about that. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I, and that happens much further from the
0: end than I thought it did. Where, mm-hmm. um, I remember this movie being more like they hit a lot of uh, like the connecting tissue at the very, very end of this movie. Right. But it is very much like two halves. And, uh, yeah, at a certain point, you're just like, okay,
1: yeah, it's a baby. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I think the uh, another great reveal was that they gave birth to themselves, which is just like, <laughs> that was a mind-blowing moment, too. And just the way the whole movie like works in that. Like figure eight weird timeline, I think is really cool. Yeah. Um. Even if some of the reveals didn't super work for me, I think the the end reveal itself kind of patches it all up. And I'm like, that's awesome. I like that.
0: (laughs) I mean, I hope it works because again, that's pretty much the the movie. (laughs) Right. Without that, you don't have much. No. Um. From what I understand, the whole like the whole like bomber subplot Mm -hmm. is added onto this movie from the original short story it's based on. Um, from what I recall, that wasn't part of it. Um, so they kind of add that plat- That plat- <laughs> Plat- That, that plat- Platinum trophy! I've been playing too much PlayStation! <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> I have ten platinum trophies now. Yeah, I'm, a, never had I'm a any. true now gamer. Now you've got ten. Oh my god. If I get to the point where I identify as a gamer, that's when you need to stop. Me. Well, yeah, that's same for me, too. <laughs> um... Um, but anyway. they, they add that plot on, um, and it's very much a way to, like, spice up the action, because there's going to be a certain crowd for this movie that's not looking for that conversation uh, period right. piece. They're looking for Ethan Hawke as a sci-fi, in a sci-fi action thriller. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's very interesting, then, to think about how the, the very end of the movie then um, adds some more wrinkles to what the original short story was doing. Mm-hmm. Because you have if you look at it from just the original short story, it is yeah this there's this person who is you know both of their parents and you yeah. know the child um, and that's just one of those weird uh time paradox uh short stories. Um, And then you get into now the reveal that they are actually destined to become this bomber that they've been chasing the entire time. Right. Um, And it adds just, like, that more negative wrinkle to predestination. Like, you know, if you are destined to, you know... all all these, all these choices you make, all these, um, all this happiness you experience, all this sadness you experience, you know, like, if everything's predestined, then there's also this, like, terrifying existential aspect of it where, you know, um, all these monstrous acts are, like, supposed to happen, you know? Right,
1: there's a justification for it because this is just what happens, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. It's interesting. I, i'm sorry we literally just finished it i'm like still trying to digest <laughs> trying to some of this yeah i'm like still trying to digest the film right um i mean this is this is first reaction man this yeah. is uh uh they
0: come, for, come to us for in-depth uh discussions so.
1: no all i'm saying is yeah so jigsaw huh jigsaw yeah <laughs> interesting interesting again I think I think
0: these directors um, do a good job here in terms of uh, I think the period setting is done really well mm-hmm. um, in that you always believe it's kind of it's whatever era they're in at the given right. moment um, they do a good job of kind of making it so like we get that it's science fiction but it's also like alternate history where time travels invented in the 80s even though this uh, film's coming out in 2014 yes. Yep. So uh, I think they do a really good job with that, um, but their track record since, like,
1: what happened, guys? Yeah, I, I, oof. I can't, I can't speak to it. They, they love those narrative twists. All right, that's why they took Jigsaw. <sighs> I guess. <laughs> I mean,
0: Jigsaw is very much a similar uh, approach where they're like, "Oh, spoilers for Jigsaw," but like it's it's happening in the past and the present at the same time. Yeah, and this person is actually this person, but not this person, and yeah, all that. Jigsaw um, doesn't rough, work in Jigsaw. No,
1: Jigsaw's so rough. <sighs> I still can't believe you watched Jigsaw. I don't. Well, I was like, you know what. I don't need to see too much beforehand. They were, like, mm-hmm. branding it as its own thing. I'm like, I saw 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. I'm gonna go see Jigsaw. Right. And I did. I mean,
0: honestly, not the worst way to approach the Saw franchise, because that way you don't have to watch uh, 4, 5, and uh, 7. I'm leaving out 6, because 6 is actually good. I do like
1: 6 on rewatch. <laughs> Three was almost too much for me, honestly. Three, like in the
0: gross factor. Yeah, three. Yeah. Three gets rough.
1: The, the like the pig grinder that
0: killed. That one seemed like so out of left field for the franchise to me. I'm like, what? This is the one where they like.
1: Where he's like chained to the bottom of a tank and they're like grinding up the pigs. That one and then that, that one, one wasn't it. No, the one where they're twisting his bones, his arms <laughs> around. That, that one. That one is.
0: Gross, but, like, it fits within, like, the saw, like, yeah. spectrum of what the traps had been to that point, where it's very much, like, bone crunch, crunching and yeah. snapping and twisting and all this stuff. Um But, like, the pig, like, drowning in pig guts. I'm like, who
1: thought of that? It's a weird one, to be sure, but it didn't gross me out to the point where I was like, ooh, that's yucky.
0: Mm, we've lost our audience. <laughs> <yes, laughs> we, we promised them uh, a thoughtful sci-fi conversation uh, piece, and now we're it's talking about... Uh,
1: Saw for Saw Saw Versation piece. One, so. try that again. Or? No, no, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just sucks because it's hard to talk about a movie like this. Um, it's not quite. I don't know it might be at the comedy level where it's just like what do you even say going through the story and the conversation. This,
0: this is very much uh, a film that i don't know if i would have put on the list had i uh, known we were gonna do a podcast about everyone on this list mm-hmm. um because yeah again it's very much just like here's the twist um that's the movie you know yeah. um there's not a lot going on beyond um just like watching this time paradox play out and this is like a kind of uh, science fiction concept that um isn't unique to no. this film, but I do think this is one of, like, the the best examples I've seen of it. Um, on such it, a
1: budget, too. Yeah. I, what How much did they spend on this, do you think?
0: Um To be honest, I don't know. I can research it. Um, Go for real it. Real quick. Um, but we're going
1: to have to fill... Fill air. Air. I'm just fill talking. The air. So, predestination. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Uh, also, like, as soon as... The thing is... Movies have just. I almost searched for Uncharted. I don't know where my mind is right now. I don't know either. <laughs> the um thing with movies is that I don't know what movie started it, but we are like so conditioned as audiences now that if you don't show me the face, I'm always going to assume it's the weirdest explanation. Right. It's them. That's them that they're seeing. I
0: mean, it's very—it's very much a thing where it's like obviously this movie is not low budget enough that they can't hire another actor. So the fact that they're not showing us that actor means it's someone we already know. Essentially, yes. Uh, yes. This isn't uh, the patch, the bible, and the big fun. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> that's the first time that movie's ever been spoken about on the podcast.
0: Oh my god! That's a, that's a, that. Yeah, that's it's a, that's a movie.
1: Uh, but that's the thing it's just I, I don't know I don't know if there's a way anymore to do that it's the same thing with Shutter Island no spoilers for Shutter Island but I'm just saying like mm-hmm. there's certain moments in that film that are just like obviously this is what's going on I, I just yeah, it's just weird I think at this point to do something like that and especially in the story that um, John is telling Mm-hmm. The best way to do it would be to not show that scene where they t- they talk about themselves. I guess technically, yeah. <laughs> um, is to not show that and to just leave it to be. Like ah, you know, just somebody and you know, yeah, and then just not show it and make it more inconspicuous. I guess I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's something that it's always going to be
0: a bit awkward to do it because like in the in like the arc of. The story they're telling. It is kind of weird to just be like, this character came into my life and then they left. And yeah. now we're moving on. That's, this is the next stage of my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not really any way to do that that's not going to draw attention um, without just uh, spoiling it up front. Right. Um, but yeah, that was that was very much a concept I loved, part of the movie I love so much, is that kind of idea of um, that like meeting yourself and like <laughs> falling in love with your, like yeah. <laughs> one one version of yourself doesn't know it's yourself but falls in love, and the other person d- is aware yes. that it's themselves and still falls in love. I was like, that's just such a weird thing to think about, but yeah. also it just kind of like. In a little way, like, heartwarming. Yeah. In, like, the oddest sense. Where you're like, it seems a bit, like, self-indulgent to be like, I'm gonna start a relationship with myself. <laughs> but. Yeah. Like, the way they pull it off. Um, like, the, the the idea that, like, um, thinking about how it's almost like you are different people at different stages in your life Mm -hmm. you know like thinking about what it would be like to meet a younger version of yourself um you know like it gets into all these existential ideas of who we really are you know are we ourselves because you know it's it's not, like, our bodies, um, that are ourselves. It's not really our minds that are ourselves. You know, like, if you ever try to, like, narrow down exactly what makes you you, you kind of just get stuck in this thing. Yeah. Um, so I just, uh, and now I got stuck, uh, in what my point was. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
1: That'll happen. I forgot where I was going with that, to be I, honest. I don't know either, but... It was inspiring nonetheless. But I... Uh, <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It, okay, it's it's okay, the okay. idea that... He's lying like, there. Maybe I'm not. Nope. Oh, he's gone. It's lost. We lost him. My oh, future God.
0: self is going to come back and tell me where <laughs> I was going
1: with that thought. They're um, going to fall in love
0: with him. Yeah. Would you... Would you start a relationship with question. yourself? Uh,
1: <laughs> not fall in love, but... <laughs> mm. I don't know. Who's to say? Uh, Would I know if it was me? (laughs) Who knows? I used to have curly hair. I don't anymore. So who am I going to be in 10 years when I maybe have curly hair again? Who knows? (laughs) Who's to say? You're getting getting the curly hair back? Uh, I mean, not on purpose, but my hair just changes. I don't know. God, you guys, I, I don't know what this episode is. <laughs> anyway, the so financing, far.
0: I did find the answer to that, wrote, bring us back around the trick to this podcast, you have to listen to it out of order, and then mm-hmm. everything will make sense. Memento it. <laughs> um, I didn't actually find the answer, to be honest. Um, I found part of an answer, okay. which is there's no like reported budget for this film. But it was announced that uh, the production company agreed to finance the film as part of a $5.6 million investment in three films. Um, so that would okay. make it like $2 million each if that's split evenly. Okay. I don't know if that's the only financing the film received. Right. Um, but we can definitely assume it's like...
1: Somewhere around
0: there. Yeah, like $5 million or less uh, probably is the budget for this. Which would very much track, because it's a lot of, uh, you know, just, like, single locations and Mm -hmm. very few actors. I mean, beyond, like, the character we have, um, even discounting the fact that um, they're played by two different actors, Mm -hmm. um, we only have, like, one other person that's really, like, a major character in the film. Yeah. Is
1: the their Robertson. Robertson. Who uh, was in Paddington 2, that's why he looked so familiar.
0: Is he like one of the inmates of yeah. the prison? Okay. Yeah, 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 I think he also plays Hitler in something, which is what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, he also that plays. That guy definitely plays Charlie's Hitler. Charlie's
1: dad in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, no. <laughs> so there you go. Really? He plays Hitler in something. What would that be in? I think I might have. He's in the see. Tomb Raider movies. I do. What's his that. name? Uh, uh, Noah Taylor. Sorry, Noah Taylor. Noah uh, Taylor. Um. He's in skyscraper apparently. What a movie! I forgot a, about how career oh, now. this guy has Maya the B. No, interesting. He's uh he's in the B movie. The B movie? No, Maya the B. Well
0: that why would you lie to me and say he's in the B movie? The yeah. B the movie colon Maya. <laughs>
1: That's not what it's called, but I don't
0: know what you're saying. Funny? Are you referencing something that I'm unaware of? (laughs) No,
1: it's the name of the movie.
0: Not referencing the the B movie. No, the B, the movie:
1: Colin Maya.
0: He was he did play Hitler in Preacher, which I just watched recently. That's what I'm thinking of. You hate to say that guy looks
1: like Hitler, but (laughs) yeah, kind (laughs) of. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think that's two John Mulaney
0: bits we've accidentally walked into in this episode. What was the other one? The the CSI like uh, background extra. That's one of his, right? We're just talking about like the the guy like doing their job in the background while the detectives come to interview them. That's one of his, right? kind of, that's like such a joke I mean it is a done, joke but, but like it, that's what I'm saying accidentally like walked sl- into it he has like one little line about it Yeah. what if we were John Mulaney all along god my life would be amazing you and I are the same person but we're also, we're John, also Mulaney. John Mulaney oh no it's not too late to go back and cancel Mulaney before it aired <laughs> don't do the sitcom, it doesn't work what, did you what? not know he had a sitcom? no no <laughs> John Mulaney had a like a, a sitcom on Fox. It lasted thirteen episodes, and everyone hated it because it was basically Seinfeld, but, but with John Mulaney.
1: I need to watch this right now. <laughs> this, you're lying
0: to I'm me. I'm not lying to you. It was called Mulaney, and he like opened and closed every episode with stand up, and then the rest of it was just a sitcom. Uh, <laughs> it happened. It was like years ago at this point. But, yeah, that was honestly before I knew who John Mulaney was. I just was aware that he was, a uh, like, an up-and-coming comic who was getting his own sitcom. Um, but I never watched an episode of it.
1: We have to watch this. <laughs> this is our new show.
0: <laughs> oh, Show Jiggle will finally finish. Yeah.
1: 13 episodes. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I'm Ooh. telling you, people hated it. Nassim Pedrad's in it, I guess? Martin Short? (laughs) What what is this? I can't believe you didn't know that. No, this is absolutely
0: wild. But you will know it when you're me, and then I become John Mulaney, and then we'll
1: star in it. Interesting. (laughs) Wow, I need to watch this.
0: (laughs) You're just too, uh... I'm, like,
1: so, like... You're
0: stunned. You're, uh... First I uh, show you Predestination, then I introduce you to Mulaney,
1: you know, what's next? Uh, This is, uh... Your mind's gone. Wow. Anyway, I I don't know, I have no idea what else to say. Uh, Should we just rank this bad boy? I mean, the one thing, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm just, you brought Mulaney and my mind's blown. I can't think of this anymore. All I can think of is watching Mulaney. (laughs) Oh my! All I can think of, I'm just um. I'm oh, I was
0: gonna say, um, like I mentioned, there was there was like reasons why I was uh, nervous about revisiting this film. I was wondering how it was gonna how I was gonna respond to it differently uh, rewatching it. Okay. I was wondering how the uh, like the gender politics of it would hold up. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I remember like when I first watched this movie, um like, thinking there were definitely some things off about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was worried that... um, Revisiting it now, I was worried it was going to be very off. And I'd have to, like, apologize to you for showing you this film. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was worried that it was going to get things very wrong. And,
1: I mean... It does, kind of. Yeah, um, there's some interesting bits where John's it's, like, I'm in a living hell, and you're just like... Yeah, it's it's kind of yikes. crossing
0: over being intersex with being transgender in yeah. a way that doesn't really um, work out how it actually does right. um, in real life. Um, and I think some of that you can chalk up to the fact that this is a short story that was written, like... 50 years ago, um, that it's taking place in a time period that's in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe those people aren't going to use correct terminology or have a correct understanding of things. Right. But it does definitely get into some weird territory, um, where it's like, we're forcing this, uh, sex change on you, the sex reassignment surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, but also then that compels you to, uh, present as a man now for the rest of your life. Um, it gets, it's yeah. one of those odd areas where you're like, I, I feel like a, different people are going to, uh, like respond to that in different ways. Right. Um, I think, I mean, I mean, it's it, the film is just trying to, uh, get those pieces in place um, to have mm-hmm. the whole paradox happen. Right. Um, and you're like, okay, I get it. You need to have um, certain events happen in order to get this paradox uh, working. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you wonder if like a, a, there would have been a different approach to the material that would have better updated it for a movie coming out in 2014, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. It's like you add the bomber subplot, but then you're like, eh, leave this part. It's whatever. It's like, eh. So yeah,
0: I uh, I still like the movie. I think definitely it has some questionable elements uh, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I just I
1: just figured it should be addressed before we wrap the podcast. Yes, no, absolutely. Know. You're right. I uh, I would have forgotten to talk about that too. Uh, I did rank it. Yeah, and <laughs> now I'm having issues here. Uh, so I put it. Number 44th on your list, behind Frank, ahead of Evil Dead 2. Okay, okay.
0: Um, Reminder
1: to everyone, I don't like Evil Dead 2 very much.
0: I don't like Evil Dead 2 very much. It's like either. I like I it,
1: but it's like, if I give me my pick between any of the Evil Dead movies, I'll pick one and three. Anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but again, we're the, uh, we're the unusual opinion on that. Uh, I guess. Let me see, I gotta pull up this list still. Um. Dead Air? <laughs> I. Well, I didn't realize that the the Rocky Horror Picture Show was so high on my list. Um, but I think I'd put it above that, but Rubber should move up. Mm-hmm. And probably the Raid too. Well, not the Raid 2. No, we'll get to the to Raid 2, but yeah. the first Raid. <laughs> oh, God. That's gonna get confusing. Yep. Um,. Mr Nobody was a film I was thinking of when watching this film because it too. very much feels like I was obviously in a very specific mood back in like yeah. 2014 when I was All watching of these sci feelings on these ones. <laughs> I mean that's the thing it's like very much like uh these were the films I watched um like 5 years ago that kind of like expanded my mind in ways where I'm like oh these these are these big heavy sci-fi concepts like maybe the universe is more complex um than i was led to believe and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and then now i'm approaching it where it's like well now i have you know i'm seeing the ways in which these films mr nobody predestination other films are limited in their perspective as well uh-huh. um like perspectives that i'm not going to know about that i need to you know go seek out from people that actually live those experiences right um and now it's like expanding your universe in that way Right. Um, that's what I was thinking of Mr. Nobody, though. I was like, this is very much a film that, uh, thinks it knows everything about life. Um, but, like, the thing about life is there's not, like, one single approach to life. Right. No um, one has
1: the same. That's life. that's the galaxy brain of the uh, of the big brain spectrum uh, that we're going for. You, you gotta call it galaxy brain. You can't call it Rick and Morty brain because uh, nobody who's that big of a Rick and Morty fan understands that. You so. you're, you don't have the galaxy brain if you have right. the
0: Rick and Morty brain. Right. You have the big brain if you have the Rick and Morty brain. Right. But you right. don't have right. the galaxy no. brain. <laughs> you,
1: you cannot achieve galaxy brain. I feel so bad. I like Rick and Morty. There's obviously like a Morty subsection <laughs> of fans who are. Uh, a little crazy, yeah. I'll put it that way. Uh, but that's that yeah. That's where I put it. Uh,
0: but I would put it around. Um, I'm gonna do some rearranging. Probably around like 53 or so. Every time,
1: every what? time, I'm like, just you gotta do the rearranging. I didn't realize rubber was so low. <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I like rubber. I like rubber too. I, where's rubber on mine? Oh, rubber's awfully low for me too. I like it better than Young Frankenstein. Come on now. I'll put that a little bit higher. I'll put it just behind Batman, nineteen sixty-six, and above RoboCop.
0: He had to bring RoboCop into this. Can't <laughs> it was go on one my screen. Podcast was without Ro- screen RoboCop, or I was like,
1: wouldn't have mentioned it. I'm
0: gonna put RoboCop two, three, and the remake on the next list, just because. And I'll like just that better to prove than the, the first one. <laughs> if you like RoboCop sweaty. two better, <laughs> I will accept it because I actually do like that one. <laughs> the others, no. <laughs> I'll put all those made-for-TV movies as well. and
1: Made-for-TV Robocops? They had
0: made-for-TV Robocops, and they also had an animated TV show for kids. I've never seen that, but <laughs> that's not that's how you approach Robocops. What an
1: awful idea. <laughs> that's not what that movie is. Yeah. Does he also just shoot penises off, too? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the
0: uh, like opening credits of the yeah. uh, TV show. Every Saturday morning, the kids gather around the
1: TV. <laughs> To watch RoboCop blast a couple of penises. (laughs) Oh, RoboCop.
0: Oh, RoboCop. None of that in the sequels. That's why they're not as good. Uh, No? No. Do
1: they go, like, less R rating or no?
0: Two is still R. Um, three drops to PG-13, then. Okay. And oh, yeah. it's very much like a kid's movie at that point.
1: That's the thing. It feels like <laughs> one of those things where they're like, oh, kids like this character. I guess we gotta, Yeah, you know.
0: it's very much like the Police Academy movies that I just watched, where it's like know. the first one's hard R, and then it's like PG-13, PG, 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 and you're like, why? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's very weird. It's very weird.
0: Yeah, um, that's where we'd rank it. Yeah. Um. I'm assuming it's going to be in like the same place around the same place on the combined list. I didn't look. Yeah, at that it's one behind yet, the same
1: thing, behind and ahead of the same thing on my list. So.
0: So that's predestination. Um, what are we going to talk about next week? Did next week,
1: Mulan is coming out. Yeah. So, I thought, why not take a trip down Disney Lane? Mm-hmm. Watch a little film called The Jungle Book, not the 2016 one. Don't you ever, don't you ever say that to me again. Do you not like that one? The 19... No, I don't like it. No? The thing is... I remember it being, like, fine. The thing is, I watched it, and I was like, that was a fine way to spend two hours. But at the same time, it made me so angry. (laughs) Because I was like, like I wasted two hours of my life.
0: The thing is, it might change because... Um, fun fact, I have seen this movie before, yes. um, but we left it on the list because it had been so long since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be like watching it with fresh eyes in the same way that the Iron Giant on my list, you had seen as a kid, but yes. hadn't seen in years. Right. Um, and then we just left it on the list, and I'm essentially. not going to
1: lie, a little nervous about watching this one. <laughs> have not watched it really since, oh gosh, uh maybe like high school the last time I saw oh, it oh wow okay so but I've always said it's my favorite Disney movie and I think it's my favorite Disney movie because of the memories of it being my favorite right. as a kid and I'm a little worried you're gonna maybe have to confront nostalgia yeah. a
0: little bit so we'll see um yeah I'm interested to see it because yeah I don't have like any memory of this movie at all um so it'll be interesting
1: I'm excited I got the blu-ray and everything and then we can watch The Jungle Book too. Well, that's on the list as well. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. We'll watch... No, we're not going to watch both. Anyway, guys. Anyway. Uh, if you
0: want to find us around the web, you can find uh, Jacob at Jake Lace. Um, Jake underscore Lace? There we Jake go. Jake at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Um, you can find him at Jake Lace on uh, Letterboxd. Um, if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Honest Opinion on Twitter. You can find me at MyHonestOpinion.com. Um, if you want to find the podcast around the web, uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Uh, we have a Facebook. We have a Twitter. Um, leave us a good review uh, if you like what we say. Or leave us a bad review if you don't like what we say. Uh, so we can improve. We take constructive feedback. Because um, we're... we're... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm going to get pissed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll say we take constructive uh,
0: feedback, but it's really just to lure you well, into the Well, it's like, trap. if you don't but...
1: like this, uh, this isn't for you. Yeah. This is a podcast for grown-ups. So, get the hell out of here.
0: I was going to say, your podcasters kill people, grow up. But then I was like, maybe don't air that. But now I'm saying it anyway, with context. We just watched Spree. Kind of like that. A a little bit, yeah. Sure, so there you go. YouTubers kill people.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, god, yeah, it's yeah.
0: a Zack Snyder quote. That's the context. Yes, Look yes. it up. Blame him. Blame him for Sucker Punch 2. It's all his fault, not ours. No, not
1: Sucker Punch 2, just su- the original Sucker Punch. Don't no Don't to Sucker make Sucker Punch. Punch 2 happen. Yeah. Oh, don't god, get someone, that trending. Someone's going to. You know someone's He's unstoppable going to. now. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder is a living god. Sometimes it takes a monster to stop a monster. <laughs> I think I need to become a director. Yeah, make something truly awful. Yeah, and then get this grassroots campaign to make a sequel of it, and then I will be at the level of Zack Snyder. Yeah, and then we're gonna get in a beef, a director beef. What if you don't really hear of those anymore?
0: You are actually Zack Snyder all along.
1: That's good, and that's how
0: we end it. We brought, uh, it <laughs> we brought it back, just like predestination uh, always does.
1: Um, yeah, until next time. Do you say your thing anymore or not?
0: (laughs) I was going to say it, but I was trying to think of something clever to say about next time in the context of predestination, but we're moving on until next time. Don't think it. Don't say it. Bye-bye, man. Bye-bye.